Well, what do you say? The Brewers have won two in a row. Quality win over the Dodgers, and they win 9-3 to on Monday night at AmFam Field. Freddie Peralta does a number on the Dodgers. The Brewers also get the long ball, and they score some runs. All that and more, and a look ahead to the second game of this series. And beer sales, back to the way they used to be. All that and more coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers. Your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Great to have you along here Monday night, early Tuesday morning after a Brewer 9-3 win over the Dodgers. Freddie Peralta was spectacular that's five quality starts for him this season and the brewers got a pair of two run homers we'll get into all that coming up next the brewers decide also that beer seals ah maybe we don't have to run it through the eighth inning we'll talk about that as well and uh, look ahead at the box score and a few other things as well as the brewers win their second straight game after that six game skid my name is chuck freeman i work for lockdown brewers but i'm also the morning sports anchor for the uh, radio station in Madison, 1310 WIBA. I cover the Brewers for AP Radio as well. Been covering the Brewers for over 40 years. But like you, the Milwaukee Brewers are my favorite professional sports teams. Yes, each and every year, I have my hopes up just like you guys. And the Brewers, up and down this year, I don't know what to think of these guys, but we're just going to ride it out. So they've won two in a row right now, and it's been fantastic with games like last night uh not like last week but like monday night's game we'll take more of the same uh, of that and not having a high leverage game and, and a game where you're just peeking over the coffee table hoping and praying that the brewers cross the finish line with two or three runs we'll get in that coming up here in a little bit um follow us on google follow us on uh you can follow us on youtube you subscribe to YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit that little bell there. That's going to alert you to every episode that we drop on YouTube. Appreciate you all watching the visual version of this. The audio version, like I said, Google, you can get it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I list them all on my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Uh, you can drop me a line anytime if you need help finding it or whatever, we uh, just enjoy having you aboard here. And I love hearing from you, you fans throughout. I, I read your tweets toward the end of the show. And uh, I want to hear what you all have to say because we're all in this together. We are a brewer nation and we are all in this there. So taking our hard earned money and supporting and watching these guys and taking our hard earned three hours each night, watching these guys. And I appreciate you making uh lockdown brewers, the number one, podcast and the number one brewer podcast on the internet lockdown brewers part of the lockdown podcast network we are your team every day every day we are here after games putting out podcasts even on weekends as well um you know some say maybe less is more but i say more is more keep pouring it on let's be here every day and talk brewer baseball and ride out this 2024 campaign as my buddy tim allen would say the championship season but who knows if it is or not? We haven't had one yet. So we're just going to enjoy the season the way it is. 
And, uh, you know, last week I was a little angry with the team, and rightfully so should all of us because we expect a lot from our team because they haven't been to the World Series since 1982. And, you know, they get off to a great start this year. You hate to see them throwing it all back. But they bounced back against San Francisco, and they took care of business on Monday night against the Dodgers. Uh, the Brewers play again on Tuesday night, 640 with that first pitch. You catch every pitch of Brewers' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app search brewers always appreciate the serious xm wherever you go in the country you're going to be able to get brewers baseball and also thank you out there for making lockdown brewers the number one pad podcast on the internet and following us the everydayers out there will be back of course tomorrow after uh game two of this series with the dodgers now as i mentioned last night on the podcast the dodgers were flying in late they played a late game in san diego the time difference and they flew all the way in to take on the brewers and I know it's baseball. Okay. They get to the ballpark about one o'clock in the afternoon. So they got a few hours of sleep. Uh, and, and rock mentioned this on the broadcast tonight. And John Greenberg told me this about 35 years ago, who's now the uh, president of the Milwaukee admirals. And at the time he was media relations director, or in the, at least at that time, he was in the media relations department of the Milwaukee Brewers. He said that the time change and the road trips and getting back late doesn't affect you the next day, but it's the day after. So the Dodgers getting in late Sunday night, it wouldn't affect them on Monday, but Tuesday would the drowsiness would take place and the time change and the flight and getting a lack of sleep and all that. But you know what? Hey, some of you guys out there, you're getting five hours of sleep a night anyway and doing way harder jobs. Am I right? So uh, there's no excuses at all. But, you know, the Brewers... Uh, did beat a Dodgers team that didn't look like they put a heck of a lot of effort in. Early on, though, Tony Goslin looked pretty good, and it was Freddie Peralta who I thought threw a lot of pitches early in this game. But Freddie bounced back. He went six innings, gave him three hits, and turned in his fifth quality start. So good he was. So good he was. And so was Joey Weimer. It was just yesterday I was mentioning, man, Joey Weimer's average, he goes 0 for 3, 0 for 4 every game. And his average never changes. It's like 207 every game. He goes 0 for 3, 0 for 4. Is there no math on Joey Weimer's batting average? But Joey unloaded a three-run home run to break up a scoreless tie in the fifth inning off Gonsolin. And Gonsolin's a pretty good pitcher. All-star last year, uh, coming back off an injury, trying to work his way back. But Weimer tagged him. Uh, four RBIs for Weimer on the night. Uh, Willie Adamas later added a three-run home run, career home run number 101. He hit his 100th on Sunday in San Francisco, but a three-run homer made it 9-1, to one, and game set and match right there, and there was no coming back, even for a powerful offense like the L.A. Dodgers. And Freddie got the win, uh, five strikeouts as well. Um, but the Brewers just uh, pounded away and, and got the, the, the big long ball, and yeah, I, I don't like setting back and waiting for the three-run home run. Council in his post-game press conference on Sunday was talking about um, talking about the two two-run home runs the Brewers had hit by William Contreras and Adamas, and said, "Well, you know that beats having to get five base hits to score those two runs." I, I just don't like that mentality, and that's the mentality that's going around baseball. And I thought toward the beginning of the season the Brewers were like going the opposite of the mentality and that way of thinking was changing, but apparently it, after listening to Craig 
on Sunday after the game. Um, doesn't sound like it has changed. But, you know, they hit two, three-run home runs, and that got them out to this win today. The home run bat won them this game. I still think I'm old school, and I still think there's plenty of room for getting a guy on, getting him over, and getting him in, bunting, stealing bases, uh, doing right, the right things on the base paths, smart baseball. I just still think that's a, a great way to go. But, you know, I guess, I guess the three-run homer is the way that these guys want to do it, and uh, that's the way the Brewers did it on Monday night with Weimer and Adamas hitting home runs and the Brewers uh, winning this game nine to three Dodgers had one threat early on second inning. They put runners at first and second, and then a weak, weak little ground ball to uh, Rowdy to uh, and got the out at first base and finished off the easy, uh, inning. Uh, Bennett Sousa also pitched for the Brewers, gave a two run home run there in the ninth inning. But we're going to talk about in the next segment about, do the Brewers need to go out and get themselves an eighth inning guy? I mean, Strez is their eighth inning guy right now. Peter Strezlecki. But you know, we're trying to win a pennant here. All right. We like Strez. But can we do better than Strez? We'll talk about that coming up here. Uh, we'll come, talk about that coming up here after the quick break. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, one of our sponsors here. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. FanDuel. FanDuel is... The way to go, you know, sports betting. The Brewers were about a 120 favorite today. Um, and I know there's some there's a guy who follows me on Twitter who tells me he bets every day on the Milwaukee Brewers. He threw a lot back last week by them losing six in a row. So hopefully he's bounced back by the last two games and one, two. Yeah, the Brewers were about a 120 favorite against the Dodgers. FanDuel. FanDuel. Um, the NBA playoffs are hot and heavy as well. And make a fast break to FanDuel to start betting on the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet does not win, uh, it's safe, secure, FanDuel, national brand. You get paid instantly, great promotions every day. There's no better place to place all your bets with the playoff action or for any sport for that matter with America's number one sports book, FanDuel. Now visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to a 1000 bucks. That's right. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will get that no-sweat first bet up to a 1000 bucks. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Some of you have been asking why my glasses are so crooked. Um, been bounced around, thrown around in the car, whipped off. When things go bad with our sports teams, I put these babies through uh, through hell. So I'm gonna. I need some more. I need another. I need another pair. But they'll do for now. But you're gonna have to get them like this sometimes, and like this, and like this, and like this, and all over the map. But FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. Good to have you along. And for you everydayers out there, those of you who follow us every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You listen to me and all the other great lockdown podcasts and appreciate that as always. And, you know, you, I get up in the morning, I'm up about four o'clock in the morning uh, to do my morning sports on WIBA in Madison. And I see people already listening at three, four, five o'clock in the morning, wherever you're headed, whether you're in the great state of Wisconsin or on the East coast or staying up late on the West coast or all over the world, we have countries all over the world that, um, download our podcast each and every day 
And I appreciate that. And, and of course, watch us on the video as well. Uh, I am trying to find something here and I don't have my glasses on because I need to put, um, if you're watching me on video, I need to put that up right there. I'm still going through the technical part of making sure all the bells and whistles are in place here on lockdown. I've been like my one month anniversary and I love being on lockdown brewers, talking brewers baseball with you guys, but I'm still working through some of the bells and whistles. All right, tomorrow, uh, the brewers and, um, the brewers and Dodgers 640 on Sirius XM on the SXM app search brewers. As I was mentioning about Strezlecki, I'm going to get to that coming up in here in a little bit. Whether or not the Brewers should maybe find themselves an eighth inning guy, I think that would be in their best interest. We'll get about that. We'll get about that in just a little bit here. All right, lineup tonight. Christian Yelich led off with one for three, two run single. I didn't mention that pair of two run home runs for the Brewers, but then Christian Yelich also had a, a, a base hit. Sharp base hit was. Um, knocked down by the shortstop, but it would have got through the hole and, but it did score two runs. And that was key because that made it six to one. Jesse Winker was the DH tonight. He went over three. Willie Adamas one for four with a three run blast. Rowdy took it over four. Uh, William Contreras took it over four. That Rowdy, they sat him what last Friday night. And Rowdy hasn't been the same since. You know, I was not happy when they sat Rowdy. Team going through a slump, and they 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 sat Rowdy. They pinch hit him in the ninth inning, and he struck out to end the game. But Rowdy should not be when when Rowdy's hot and he's lacing base hits and gappers and all that. Rowdy should be in the everyday lineup until his arms fall off. Uh, but Rowdy, um, since sitting last Friday, it uh, looks like. He's a little bit of a funk, but he had been so good coming up with clutch base hits. William Contreras went 0 for 4. Brian Anderson went 1 for 4. Bryce Terang, 1 for 4. A Tyrone Taylor had a couple of hits. So he went 2 for 4. Joey Weimer, again, um, 2 for 3. Home run, RBI single. And Weimer uh, moved that batting average from 207 to 221 with two hits for 2 for 3 on his Monday night. On the pitching end, Freddie Peralta, six innings, three hits. We talked about him, five Ks on 94 pitches. Freddie with his fifth quality start of the year. Uh, Elvis Peguero came on with that healthy lead. Inning in a third, gave up one hit. Uh, Elvis has been pretty good. And Brandon Sousa made his Brewer debut. Bennett Sousa, I should say. Bennett made his debut, one and two-thirds, two hits, gave up that two-run home run, uh, struck out to left-hander. Guy who's worked on a few things on the minor league level. And they brought him up, lefty, and sent down Jake Cousins. Now, Cousins has been okay, 28 years old. And somebody tweeted at me today, why do they keep sending down Jake Cousins? How come he doesn't have a permanent spot on this team? I don't think they trust Jake in a high-level, high-leverage spot. I don't. I my gut feeling is they look at a, a Jake Cousins as a guy who they throw in there, maybe for down four to one or three to one, uh, but they're they will not put him in a clutch tight spot, which leads me to my next question: Do the Brewers need to go out and get themselves another eighth inning guy? Now Peter Strzelecki, other than that blow up last Thursday in Colorado. 
Peter has been just fantastic. And I'm good with him in the eighth inning spot. But do you remember 2011 when the Brewers went out and got K-Rod? And they already had Axford closing games, and they got K-Rod. And they moved K-Rod from a closer's role with the Mets to the setup role, the eighth inning guy. Now, K-Rod eventually would be the closer in the following years. And he'd come back to the team like five or six times, I felt. But uh, I, I'd like to see them go out and get themselves a veteran eighth inning guy. Um, I think they're settling on, I just took a drink. I think they're settling on Strzelecki right now. But if a better person walked through that door and a trade opportunity came about, I think the Brewers would go for it. And, the, and as they move toward the trading deadline, and we're two months away from it, I think the Brewers, one of their priorities would be getting a strong eighth inning guy. I mean, there's other parts of this team that would need fixing up too. And who knows how injuries are going to play a part of that as we move toward here in the next two months. But I mean, it doesn't mean you wait to the trading deadline to get an eighth inning guy. You can get, a trade, get an eighth inning guy tomorrow if you, if you could. Uh, but as teams go deeper into the season and they realize that they're not going to be a part of the, the championship run. Uh, maybe they're willing to dump one of their guys, uh, one of their relievers, but keep an eye on, we'll keep an eye on for that as we go along candidates and possibilities, but just was um, thinking about that over the weekend that maybe the Brewers it would be in their best interest to get an eighth inning guy somewhere down the road and move Strzelecki to the seventh inning. I mean, if you had to use Strzelecki, that's fine. But like I've always say, we're trying to win a pennant here. A Brewers announced this morning, uh, sent a press release out that uh, they're going back to to beer sales ending at Amfan Field after the seventh inning. I don't think this is that big of a deal, but it sure got a lot of coverage. Sure got a lot of coverage. You would think the Brewers were shutting off beer sales the way people were reacting. Now the Brewers decided to, before the season, or was it the first week of the season, that they decided to move uh, their beer sales, cut them all, cut off beer sales at the end of the eighth inning instead of the seventh inning because games have been flying by and they feel like maybe they were losing some sales. Well, after this last homestand, after a, a little trial and error, they realized, you know what, it doesn't really matter because people aren't drinking in the eighth inning anyway. So what are we doing here? Is it worth it keeping open into the eighth inning? And they made a decision to cut it back to the seventh inning. And let's face it, the games are flying by so quickly anyway. If you get a beer in the seventh inning and the eighth inning, what's the difference? Five minutes? The way these games are flying by, it doesn't matter if it's the seventh inning or the eighth inning. It was the fifth inning or the eighth inning. That's a difference. But, you know, this new way of speeding up and hurrying through a baseball game and the pitch clocks and the, uh, you know, the amount of times the pitcher can disengage from the mound, that's changed the pace of the game. So, yeah, the game has speed up, sped up a little bit. and But with that, though, there's not much difference between seventh and eighth innings because these games are flying by a five, seven, eight-minute clip. So what's the difference? And the Brewers realized that. So what are we doing? Staying open until after the eight, eighth inning. Let's Let's do what we did. So, yeah, it's not a big deal. Some of you guys, oh, you know, we need our beer. No, you, you're fine. Blue Mountain Avenue's got plenty of establishments. Drive up there, and one less beer is you're, you're going to be okay. Slam it at one less beer. Head on up in the shuttle 
to the eighth inning or have someone else drive you and you're going to be fine. But I saw people complaining about the Brewers dropping their beer, um, going back to seventh inning. You know, you, they all weren't using it anyway, that extra five minutes anyway. So you know, I'm with the Brewers on this one. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals also won. The Cardinals uh, bounce back and they've won two in a row. Brewers remain eight and a half and back uh, in front of the Cardinals. Uh, as the Cardinals, who won on Sunday against the Tigers, took the opener of their three-game set with the Cubs um, and won the game, got on the board first, and were able to ride that to a 3-1 win. So all is happy so far in Cardinal Nation, but they're still eight and a half games behind the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Gus Varland is back on the Brewers, ready to be activated. Remember, he got hurt in San Diego on a comebacker, um, but he's, he's doing fine. He had his rehab starts. He pitched like five innings of rehab down at AAA and he's ready to go. Just ready to be activated. That could be any day now, but Gus Varlin back in a brewer Jersey. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to your tweets and look ahead to the game coming up on Tuesday as the brewers go for their third straight victory. All that coming up on lockdown brewers. Thanks for making Lockdown Brewers part of your day, your first listen to every day. All you everydayers out there on the Lockdown Podcast Network, listen to us early mornings on your commute, picking your kids up from school, driving to work every day. I appreciate it, all the tweets and all that. We drop these overnight, and, uh, you know, on Friday and Saturday nights, we try to drop them a little earlier. But um, we're here every day talking Brewer baseball with you on Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You find us on all those podcast apps, Google. Uh, you can get us on the Apple, Spotify, and of course, those of you watching us on video, Lockdown Brewers on YouTube. Please, please, please subscribe. And the Brewers, as I mentioned, they will play another game on uh, Tuesday night, 640 Central with the first pitch against the Dodgers. Catch every pitch of Brewers hometown broadcast, Sirius XM on the SXM app search Brewers. <clears throat> all right, let's get to your tweets. See what you all had to say. You know, the tweets aren't as lo- aren't as noisy when the Brewers win a game. Uh, Jacob says, it's a great win, but as I was watching, I couldn't help but think if Mitchell wouldn't have gotten hurt, this team could have made some noise. Tyrone Taylor is most decidedly not it. I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, that Garrett Mitchell... It's a big loss, but we don't know how his full season work is, was going to go. Um, spark plug at that top of the order. Guy could run, one of the fastest guys in base in, in baseball. Uh, I, I looked at him as a guy who's going to move to the top of the order. Um, but you don't know. You know, he's going to go through his his slump as well. But he was giving him great defense. Weimer has done a nice, a seamless job filling in for him defensively in center field. That was a little surprise. When Weimer played center field early in the season at Wrigley, it was a cold, windy day. I was like, man, they're putting him in a tough spot. And Weimer was just fine. And he's made some acrobatic catches out there and has just been uh, fantastic. You don't look at him as being a prototypical body-wise center fielder. I guess, you know, you see Trout play center field and some of these other guys. I'm not comparing him to Trout, but, you know, guys who uh, got a big upper body. Um, but uh, you know, he's got, he's a, he's an athlete and athletes can play center field, but, uh, yeah, jury's still out on Tyrone Taylor as it is Garrett Mitchell, but the definitely, definitely though, the team could answer 
uh, could um, definitely use Garrett Mitchell. Bill writes, an offense this streaky is going to require some meditation techniques to keep an even keel. Now I have to cheer for the Cubs, which also makes me feel filthy. Yeah, cheering for the Cubs against the Dodgers or the uh, Cardinals, I think is what you're talking about there. Yeah, this Brewer offense, now they scored nine runs tonight and two homers, uh, but that's the way they're going to be. There's going to be times where we're going to be mad, like I was last week, uh, and shouting because their offense is just so bad. Uh, Brewers had a long played ride from San Francisco. Brewers didn't land in Milwaukee until 1137 last night, according to Sports Travel. There's a website that actually tracks this. Uh, Diehard Brewer fan says the same thing. Brewers didn't land in Milwaukee until 1140 last night. Yeah, I get it, but I think it was the Dodgers probably left San Diego around 1140 Milwaukee time uh, after playing on Sunday Night Baseball. Butch replies, no jinx tonight. I put up a tweet when the Brewers were up nine to one that they were going to go on and win the game. There was no way they were going to lose that game, but I hear what you're saying. Um, Matt says Adamus shoved an oppo taco towards the Dodgers direction. I'll say, and uh, that was some of the tweets we had for tonight. Again, all is good in Brewers nation after a nine, three win Noah Syndergaard, a guy who was on pace to be one of the baseball's great pitchers, had a triple-digit fastball. Then he wrecked his elbow, and it's been a long road to recovery uh, from the Mets. Now he's with the Dodgers. Uh, last time out, he beat St. Louis uh, five and a third, eight hits, three runs. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, who's trying to get himself back. Will he ever see triple digits again? I don't know about that. That's tough to do, but um, – He'll be the tough mount opponent for the Brewers and a guy who, again, on any given day, even coming off that injury, could be great. Uh, Eric Lauer, who's three and three on the hill for the Brewers, uh, four and two thirds, four hits, six strikeouts. Uh, the four runs were unearned in the loss to Colorado last week. So he'll take the mound for the Brewers. And that's going to do it. That's going to do it for Lockdown Brewers for today. Brewers win it 9 3. Tomorrow night, we'll be right back here right after the game, about two hours after the game, dropping a podcast, and hopefully the Brewers extending their winning streak to three in a row. I'm Chuck Freeman. This is Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Follow us on your favorite podcast sites, YouTube as well. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Good night, everybody.